number two of the Bill Michaels Show. Good day to you. Beautiful weather. Stuck in this high pressure, low humidity, good weather, sun, warm. Yeah. Loving it. Loving life. Welcome back to the program. And uh, welcome in to all of you joining us all throughout the uh, the, the vast and ever-growing Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. Uh, obviously, our friends out in Madison listening on the flagship, The Zone, WOZN, 1670 AM, 96.7 FM out there. Joining us, our friends from lacrosse at WKTY, 96.7, also 580 AM, WKTY. Hey, by the way, uh, I mentioned Buzzard Billy's uh, a little bit earlier today. Love that place. Love that. But stopped in there yesterday. Love that place. Whenever I go to uh, whenever I go to lacrosse, I try to jump in there. Um, but uh, Carrie shot me a nice little text, or tech, not uh, text, uh, note uh, over an email that said, uh, love Buzzard Billy's. Next time you go there, you got to try the large margarita. Uh, I am a strawberry blended margarita kind of guy. I don't mind the traditional, Carrie, and I will try that if it's that good. You can talk me into it. But I'm usually a strawberry blended kind of guy. And also want to say hi to uh, Sheriff Fritz. Sheriff Fritz uh, Leinfelder. Uh, he is uh, going for the La Crosse County Sheriff's Office. And uh, he was at the uh, dinner last night, our cigar dinner. Great guy. Uh, have a lot of people that we know kind of in common. Uh, but just uh, fantastic. If, if that guy gets to be sheriff out there, kudos to all of you in the La Crosse area uh, for voting for him because he's just a good dude. So uh, good to see Fritz last night at the uh, at the cigar dinner. So fun night last night. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, feel free to go ahead and do so. So uh, Brewers lose yesterday. They are a game back behind the St. Louis Cardinals. They've lost two in a row. Uh, and Craig Council talks about Trevor Kelly coming on and keeping the score close. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he came in in a really tough spot. Um, and just to put up a zero that inning um, was, you know, keeps us in the game. Um, then he puts up another zero and in, in, in a tough inning for him, really, too. Um, so just, you know, great job. I mean, he, he gave us a chance in the ninth uh, to put something together. So there you go. Uh, Eric Lauer, I mean, didn't pitch bad. Eric Lauer did everything he could, as Craig Council notes, to kind of keep things close as well. You know, it's obviously something Eric's, you know, the way his style pitching um, with, with throwing the ball up in the zone, it's part of it. Uh, you know, the navigating the, the lineup and, and who beat you and stuff, that's, you know, that that's what beat us today. Um, but, you know, I mean, ultimately, yeah, it comes down to making pitches, right? Aviedo, uh, Cabrera, you know, you go through that list of guys that uh, the Cardinals threw at them yesterday and uh, the fact that they've got a pretty strong bullpen just in general. And uh, Council says, look, uh, they're they're just really good. It's it's a good bullpen, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the, you know, the three guys that, you know, they have at the back and that they kind of relied on, you know, that have pitched six innings the last two days have, um, you know, are, are doing a nice job and are tough. Uh, the one thing about it is once they got to Wainwright and got to the bullpen, uh, the bullpen pretty much shut down the Brewers. And Council said, look, if we're going to beat this team and beat them consistently, you, you, we, you know, it's one thing to be able to get to the bullpen because usually you want to get to the bullpen to be able to start to produce, but they got to be better against this uh, Cardinals bullpen. It doesn't matter who's in the game. You know, we got 13 outs against their bullpen. You know, we need to be able to put a run on the board. At the same time, they're, they're throwing the ball well. 
but you know when you get you get a starter out of before the before the fifth innings ends you know you're hoping you know with enough cracks against the bullpen you, you can put something together yeah the brewers get the win i mean um you know, you go back and, and just kind of going through the box score when you start to look at all of this, Eric Lauer, obviously six hits, but you, you give up a couple of home runs. The home runs are what obviously does him in. Goldschmidt, uh, Arenado, those guys, they just they, they got some they got some solid bats in the lineup. And when you get, as Council said, when you get the ball up in the strike zone, those guys are going to make you pay for it. Otherwise, it wasn't a terrible outing. But Eric Lauer, six innings, six hits, five runs, all of them earned couple of long balls, as I had mentioned. Uh, five strikeouts, only one walk. But the long balls will kill you. Goldschmidt, his 17th, got him in the first inning in Arenado, uh, his 14th of the year. That came in the sixth inning with one on and one out, that two-run blast. And that was pretty much all she wrote as uh, the Brewers fall 5-4, to four, looking to get back at it again today. Uh, day game before the Cardinals get out of town. And hopefully the Brewers can get the, the win and continue to move on. Got one more here against the Cardinals, and maybe if they get the win, they just the, the Cardinals get out of town and it's even. Uh, then you've got Toronto, a weekend series of interleague play. Interleague does interleague play have the same panache as it once did, Ben? Well, are you geeked that the Toronto Blue Jays are coming to town? I mean, yes, because they're a really electric team, but no, it does not have the same gravitas. Part of it is you play those teams more. It's also now that you have a DH here. You don't get the same like AL pitchers having to hit, and then you have mm-hmm. a guy that gets to DH when you go there. It feels more normal. Right. right. Nope, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Uh, but the Brewers, they are uh, they're back at it today. Then Toronto comes to town. Then they go on the road. Correct me if I'm wrong. Then they got, what, Tampa Bay? I think they got uh, a couple down in, down in Tampa Bay, if I'm not mistaken. And before, I don't even know who they play after that, but I know they come back home. And once they come back home, the next homestand has three against the Cubs and three against the Pirates. That's where if you're going to start to circle, you're going to go, okay, let's get healthy right here, right there. Oh, no, they go to Pittsburgh. I'm, I'm, I stand corrected. They have two against Tampa Bay on the road. That's Tuesday and Wednesday of next week because next Monday they're off. And then they have a four-game series through the fourth uh, or through the 3rd of July, uh, Pittsburgh, Four straight in Pittsburgh, come back home, three straight against Chicago, and then three more against Pittsburgh. You talk about getting healthy. There's a shot right there in that, uh, what, 10-game stand, four against Pittsburgh, three against Chicago, and then four against Pittsburgh, where you got a good shot at getting healthy. At least uh, maybe if you're going to start hitting the baseball a little bit better, you've got a shot at getting some wins and maybe putting a little distance between you and the Cardinals, if indeed the Cardinals should falter. So hang in there. Uh, I still think it's not time to jump. It's not time. Uh, I'll be, I will say this. Uh, Brantley says, I'm not a fan of two to three guys of the Brewers going out and getting two to three guys. I say swing the big, swing big and get the big bat. Uh, we are doing okay right now. And at the very least, we'll be getting uh, Woodruff and Ashby back sooner rather than later. The big bat will help uh, the now and the future uh, as far as the run in the playoffs go. The Woodruff thing, I'm just, you know, Knock on wood. Knock on wood that he's he can come back and he figures it out and he gets some feeling back and whatever else is going on in there, he's okay. This isn't like an injury thing. This is something different now. And you just don't know. You don't know how he's going to be when he comes back. Uh, but regarding, uh, regarding Ashby, no, I agree with that. Ashby uh, sooner rather than later, I agree. Uh, 877-867-1670. Find us, phone lines wide open, 
Again, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Rusty says, uh, going to the game today, not worried about my crew. If they get the win with all the injuries, they are going to be just fine. Uh, again, if, if you go back and you look with all the injuries they've had and you start listing them off and you're just like, wow, if you would have told me that they would have played an extended period of time without Urias, without Adamas, without Colton Wong, without Narvaez, without Renfro, uh, a terrible season to start off by both Lorenzo Kane and Christian Yelich. Christian Yelich now hitting the baseball. Two hits again yesterday. If you would have told me all of that would have been going on, including Brandon Woodruff going down, Freddie Peralta going down, Ashby going down, plus others, you would have said, oh, my God, this season's probably a train wreck. And it hasn't been. That's just it. It just hasn't been. It's it's not um, you hit a bump, absolutely. But when you think about all of that, the magnitude of all of that, do you then get a better feeling about this team saying, man, if this team just gets healthy, they're going to be a juggernaut? Do you believe that? Or do you think they're getting by by the skin of their teeth and the fact that they got a little bit lucky because the Cardinals went on a skid at the exact same time? Uh, well, they're not that good. How do you look at it? How do you look at it? 877-867-1670. I look at it as they're, they're a good baseball team. They're a good baseball team. They're managed extremely well. They play the stats. They play the odds. They play the sabermetrics. And they've been able to win more than they've lost. Obviously, they built up a nice lead early. That helped them sustain some of these injuries. And should these guys begin to trickle back into the lineup, they're going to be just fine. That's the way I look at things. Ben, how do you look at it? Offensively, I feel okay, really. I think the best is yet to come for McCutcheon. I think Telez, he's been cold, but he should be back to that good form. And Adamas hasn't played how good we expect him to play. So I think the offense is okay in the grand scheme. The pitching really concerns me because at this point, Eric Lauer started the season great, but since then he's really hit a rough patch. In the last four or five starts, a lot of home runs, a lot of runs given up. He's supposed to be a two right now because Corbin Burns is your only true one Mm -hmm. with Woodruff and Peralta down. And the nature of those two injuries, until I see them come back and be effective consistently – I can't feel great about where the rotation stands. So when we talk about where a move has to be made, I've actually talked a lot about actually going out and getting another arm because I, I don't know how much longer you can sustain spot starts from Jason Alexander and Chichi Gonzalez against rival teams because mm-hmm. they've gotten by in all the Alexander starts. Like He's been good, but that blow-up's going to come, and I think it's going to come soon. Yeah, uh, Eric Lauer, when you go back to him, in f- he's lost four of the last five games. And he's giving up, in in last five games, he's given up nine home runs. Nine. The only game he did not give a home run up against was uh, San Diego. But he's lost four of the last five. Uh, he His longest start has been six and a third. So he's got, uh, what, uh, 12, 10, 22, uh, 27 and a third innings. In the last five starts, 27 and a third innings. As I had mentioned, he's got nine home runs in 27 and a third innings and has uh, given up, what, 13, 17, um, 23 runs. That's not great. That's not great. And the game that he did win 
they ended up winning, or excuse me, uh, that he did win. He won in Cincinnati. He went six and a third, five hits, four runs, but gave up three home runs in that game at Great American. All runs earned. He had a decent game when it came to strikeouts and walks because he's not walking a ton of batters, but uh, especially, uh, especially as of late, but because um, he's got 10 strikeouts to two walks in his last two outings. But he's also getting his last two outings, he's given up five home runs. They become the bugaboo for him. I would agree. Uh, 877-867-1670. Phone lines wide open. When we come back, the least amount of availability in history short of a COVID year. I'll tell you what I'm talking about when we come back and see how you feel about it. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Coming up on Sunday, September 4th, we need your help. If you're a motorcycle rider, maybe you want to support veterans, veterans' families, military members. This is the way to do it. We've got a tremendous, tremendous opportunity. Our motorcycle ride uh, begins. It's our 15th annual. Starts down at MKE Brewing on Sunday, September 4th, downtown Milwaukee. But you get police escorted uh, out of downtown over to the Rock Complex. And then from there, uh, you're off to uh, Alpine Valley, uh, a, a traditional biker-esque bar called Knucklehead out in Eagle. Palmyra, and then you head to Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Only three stops this year, but you get to enjoy each stop a little bit longer. Uh, we did this for a reason, but we can't say thanks enough to our friends at Growth Law, who are uh, some of the best biker attorneys in the country, voted on by Biker Justice Magazine. Growth, G-R-O-T-H, growthlaw.com. That's growthlaw.com. Also, our friends at Great Lakes Dragaway. I heard that uh, more than a few people went down there for Dad's Day uh, this past Sunday and enjoyed it. Hadn't been down there in years. So good to see Great Lakes Dragaway open. They resurfaced the uh, the the quarter mile, and uh, they had some uh, they had some good drag racing going on down there. Some speed week, if you will. Great Lakes Dragaway. Also, thanks to our friends at Potawatomi Hotel Casino, and they jumped on board and said, "Hey, we're going to give you some dealers. We want to be a part of this. We want to support our veterans. You can't do any better than that." When they call you and say, "Look, we would like to help," that is from our friends at Potawatomi Hotel Casino. It's going to be really cool. Thanks to all of them, and then thanks to our friends, obviously, at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. But if you want to sign up, uh, all you got to do is find all the information. You can find it at Facebook.com slash Big Unit Poker Run. Facebook.com slash Big Unit Poker Run. We hope to see you Sunday, September 4th. If you want to sign up and register, there's a QR code on the page. You can obviously go to FisherHouseWI.org and go to the events page. That's FisherHouseWI.org. And go to the events page. You can sign up there. But there are some really, really, really good prizes for only for those who pre-register. Only for those who pre-register. Get pre-registered for some of these ticket packages that we're uh, giving away. And you're going to hear more on this coming up. Uh, look for a Facebook Live. That's why I say follow that Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Big Unit Poker Run. Because there's going to be some announcements coming on that page really, really soon. Really, really soon. So I had mentioned this going into break, and I said the least amount of dates available 
in recent memory, recent history, excluding COVID. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, the Green Bay Packers put out their training camp schedule. And it, I will say the reaction was, all right, great. And then there were people that said, uh, that, that texted me and said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. The open practices for the Green Bay Packers, um, which you now can plan your summer trips to Lambeau Field, but there's only 12 of them. Only 12 will be open to the public. All but one of these practices going to take place outdoors at the Ray Nitschke Field, with the lone exception, obviously, of the family night uh, you know, game at Lambeau Field. Uh, and additionally, two joint practices that you're going to see the New Orleans Saints, that those are open to the public, but they will be the final open practices of training camp. Uh, head coach Matt LaFleur also revealed that the rookies are going to be expected to report a few days before veterans this season, setting it as July 22nd as the report date for the uh, for the rookies. And the veterans are going to come in uh, probably a few days later. little buffer time for the medical exams and such. But uh, it starts July 27th. July 27th, Wednesday, July 27th, Thursday, July 28th, Saturday the 30th, uh, August 1st, 2nd, 4th, 5th on the family night game, 7th, 8th, 10th, 16th, and 17th are the joint practices with New Orleans, and that's it. That's it. So you got uh, Packers games on uh, preseason games on Friday nights now. Friday night, August 12th, Packers on the road taking on the 49ers. Friday night, a week later, against uh, the uh, Saints at the Packers in Green Bay. That's right after the joint practices. And then right after that, Thursday night, August 25th, the Packers and the Chiefs go at it. And then they're ready for the regular season. And all of the action post-game. As always, you can catch it right here on the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. Right here, baby. Right here. No other place to go but right here. We've been doing it for, uh, what, 22 years now, breaking all this down. 22 years. Myself, Mike Clemens, and company. Going to have it all for you. But uh, this one's uh, the reason I brought it up is because uh, Marcy says our family usually plans a long trip to Lambeau. We love going to the Hall of Fame. We love going and soaking up the atmosphere. Only a few destinations this year that we haven't been to, but only a few dates that we can actually watch the Packers practice, question mark. What's going on? Um, look, I don't make out the schedule, and I don't know what the thought process is, and I don't know if there's going to be certain off days or certain things they're going to do uh, or what have you, but um, I, I'm just, you know, I get it. If you're a fan and you want to go up every day and you spend like an entire week there and you're not going to see them for an entire week now, you're going to have to have a couple of off days in between now. If that's going to be your vacation, uh, end of July, end of August, if that's going to be your vacation, well, you know, find a couple other things to do. You know, head over to the amusement park over there on the bay or take a day and just, you know, hang in a pool. You know, come to Milwaukee. Come down in uh, the early portion of uh, August. Come to the Wisconsin State Fair before you head back to Green Bay. You know, there's there's a lot of stuff to do 
in Wisconsin in the summertime because we cram 20 pounds of crap into a 10-pound bag come summer, right? There's something every damn day almost going on. But uh, but I, I get it. I understand it. Uh, some of you just say, hey, pack a lunch, kids. Here we go. We're going to go watch Packer football seven damn days. Uh, but you don't uh, you don't get that. Uh, Rick says, does the Zone app carry your postgame show? You better bet your ass it does. Yeah, baby. You bet. Now, many in the ether are asking whether there will be a postgame show for the soccer game at Lambeau. There will not be. You're not going to go X's and O's of footy? No, I'm not. Uh, let's just put it out there. Uh, I will not. So, you know. <laughs> uh, the only thing we'll probably talk about regarding that game is what the uh, economical impact is to the Green Bay area. Uh, we'll maybe mention the score as to who won and which particular player threw his own ass onto the ground, writhed around in pain, acting like he has been stabbed in a dark alley in the middle of the night only to pop right back up after a card was flung towards an opponent to then turn around and play as if nothing happened. The Marcus Smart Award, if you will. There you go. There you go. That's it. That would be it. Wish you could do that in golf. You know, like Bryson DeChambeau walks past Kepka and Kepka throws himself on the ground. He got me with a club, you know. You see a guy tee off and, oh, the tee hit me in the eye and the guys are rolling around on the ground. They can't see and then they finally get up. You know, you like to, if you're going to just do it, just do it in all sports now. I mean, they better be careful, Bryson and Brooks, if they do that. It'll feel like the That's Saudi government's after them. Right? I agree. Uh, by the way, some breaking news, not that it really has much of an impact into the state of Wisconsin, but uh, did you see that uh, the Manning that has been so sought after, the 2023 five-star quarterback Arch Manning, finally made his announcement, and he's playing for the Texas Longhorns. He's not following Peyton. He's not following Eli. He's not going to Tennessee, not going to Ole Miss. He's going to Texas. Playing in Texas. There you go. Big news. Big news in the world of college football. Uh, what else do we have here for you? Ethan says, oh, my God, your description of soccer is spot on. I was watching it yesterday with my cousin at a local sports bar. Could not believe what I saw. Why do they do that, and why are they allowed to get away with it? Uh, I would call for instant replay in soccer. And if you throw yourself onto the ground without really uh, any kind of momentum putting you there, I say, uh, I, I would say that um, you should be fined, penalized, and made to sit out a game. That would stop it. That would stop the embarrassment that is. How about like, ever do that? How about like arrested for treason? You know, it's the <laughs> World Cup. You have two countries going at each other, and then that right? happens. It, like the UN should arrest them for war crimes. I would have a lot more respectability uh, for soccer if they did that. I, that just just saying. I would have a lot more respectability factor for for the world of soccer if they did that and just said, "Hey, look." This flopping thing, this, you know, acting like you've been punched in the face when somebody just sticks their arm out and suddenly you're writhing around on the ground, you know, like somebody just, you know, broke your face. 
you see football play. Tony Finau hit a hole in one, jumped in the air in jubilation, and completely dislocated his ankle. Looked at it, put it back into place, and continued to play. That happened. That's real. It happened at Augusta. Didn't writhe around on the ground. Didn't scream and yell. Wasn't rolling back and forth. Didn't need two lame-ass guys to come out and put him on some kind of a uh, an old mash prop stretcher to take him off the field, only to pop back up and run back on. He reset his ankle on the course. That was Tony Finau, a golfer. That's a non-contact sport when it comes to uh, when it comes to the physicality. And yet, soccer players throw themselves on the ground and roll around like they just got hit in the man beans. Tapped by a fly. There you go. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Wabam. W-A-B-A-M. Go to getwabam.com. Some terrific cleaning supplies. As a matter of fact, I busted out their big... They've got these uh, scrubby wipes. Kind of like the Clorox wipes, but... They're scrubbies. They got a little scrubbiness to them, a little bit of hardness to them. And I clean stuff with them. I clean like uh, like the other day I had some stuff on my garage floor that I've been meaning to get up for years and just tried to blast it off with the hose. Didn't come off. Used the scrubby wipe. Got it up. I think it was spilled hot chocolate, actually. But they've got everything. And I drove back and forth uh, numerous places uh, over the last couple of weeks. I was in Rice Lake and then back, Lacrosse and then back. And this morning... I thought, you know what? I'm going to do a couple things. I busted out the the pressure washer, and I just thought I'd just put some some stuff on my car. And because I sprayed the ceramic sealer from Mobam on my car and just used the, the pressure washer, not a bug on my car. I mean, it all just flies off. It's fantastic. Go to GetWobam.com. That's GetWobam.com right here in Wisconsin. Good Wisconsin product. Good Wisconsin company. Ryan DeStefano and the gang are flying around racetracks in the Wabam car. Go to GetWobam. W-A-B-A-M. GetWobam.com. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Ready! This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Back, the Bill Michaels Show. Good to go. Hey, don't forget about our friends at Quick Trip. Quick Trip's got a lot going on. Uh, first of all, as we know, they're giving away, I'm giving away, believe it or not, uh, the uh, 2022 Chevy Camaro SS with the Quick Trip 250 Pepsi Pit Stop. Still going on, and it's presented by Jack Links, and it's all leading up to the, uh, the big race with NASCAR, the Xfinity Series also coming to town, uh, the NASCAR Quick Trip 250. So looking forward to it. And to talk a little more about that, uh, not only from our friends at Quick Trip, but just Road America in general. Our buddy uh, John Ebert from up there at Road America, part of the media relations crew and the VP and governor of all, I will say, because uh, his title is vast and his duties are vast. John, how you doing, buddy? What's up, Bill? Thanks for having me, man. 
Um, so let's uh, get into the NASCAR is obviously coming and the anticipation for this, the ticket sales for this, everything's huge. So let's start with uh, people that say want to camp or RV. Are we sold out? Are we almost sold out? Where's that stand? We just encourage everybody to call 1-800-365-RACE or go to roadamerica.com for information. Uh, definitely everything is going hot and heavy. And if you haven't thought about it, start thinking about it today because, uh, you know, we want to make sure that everybody gets in, gets a spot to watch the world-class racing with all of the NASCAR Cup stars and also NASCAR Xfinity stars for the Quick Trip 250 and NASCAR Xfinity Series Henry 180, plus there's going to be Trans Am on track. So if you haven't thought about it, think about it this weekend. Start dialing, start going to the website, get it all taken care of. So, John, uh, on race day, let's just start with uh, that that Sunday, because not only does parking become an issue, but you guys also have shuttles and such that are running that uh, I want to make people aware of, because while you do have a vast amount of expanse up there, uh, there are some logistical things you want people to be aware of, right? Well, the biggest thing is to, to make sure to get your tickets early, print them at home so you can come through the gate and also arrive at the gate to, that you uh, uh, want to be closest to when you want to exit. Uh, we don't really anticipate any parking congestion or anything like that. Everything went very, very smooth last year. But if you don't want to buy a parking pass to park on site for Sunday only, that's Sunday only, you can park off-site at the Sheboygan County Fairgrounds for free, and there will be shuttles running to and from the track. A lot of people really enjoyed that that aspect of it because they were able to park off-site, take a shuttle to the track, enjoy the race, and then and then leave um, at a time of when the shuttles were, were departing and not really have to deal with traffic. So if you have a concern in traffic, you don't like sitting in traffic, uh, the off-site parking at Sheboygan County Fairgrounds is a great option. However, there's still plenty of tickets available, still plenty of parking available. We just encourage people to go to roadamerica.com. Click on the event webpage. All of the event information is there. Parking information is there as well. But also, if you've got everything squared away, if you've printed your tickets at home, you've got your parking passes, you're ready to go, make sure to arrive early. Stop off at Quick Trip on your way to the track. Get everything you need for the race. They've got everything you need at Quick Trip to tailgate with some of your family and friends. Mm -hmm. And then drive on through the gates and enjoy the time here at America's National Park of Speed until the race starts. Hey, John, um, plenty of new uh, up there at the track. I had a couple of people that reached out after the IndyCar series and said, oh, my God, the track, it, the amenities around the track are beautiful. Some pay repaving has gone on. Bridges have been redone. Talk a little bit about some of the things that they may see there for the first time if you haven't been there yet this season. Yeah, what's really cool is we're super excited. We're always reinvesting funds back in the facility. So the Johnsonville Speedville Bridge is brand new for 2022 and it allows easier fan access to get over to the carousel there's fan walkways it's lighted uh, it's not a steep kind of a climb uh, we've done that we've also increased some uh, fan viewing access areas at the top of turn 13 as well as cart viewing areas we paved some various access roads around the facility so there's not too much dust and dirt being kicked up plus we've um, added a lot of decorative carvings around the facility a lot of people have concerns about dead or dying trees um, we always have or as part of our our clean air program and our sustainability program uh, we do remove trees when we're doing improvements but we always plant more trees in those places uh, plus for any of the dead or dying trees as opposed to removing the stumps we've actually carved those stumps into decorative pieces such as bears and owls various things around the facility to help improve the overall look of america's national park of speed but that's all part of our sustainability program so 
We're always reinvesting funds back into the track, and we want to let everybody know that at the end of the 2022 season, we do plan a full repave. A lot of the series is, and drivers are very excited about that because uh, it's going to be a real nice, brand-new, smooth surface going into 2023, and we are not changing the original configuration of the race course. It's going to remain the same since it was first conceived in 1955, so uh, we're really proud of that as well. But, again, 14 turns, 14 concession stands, lots of places to watch. You don't have to worry about a seat. You can move around the property, sit underneath the shade tree, put your feet in green grass, and watch your favorite NASCAR Cup drivers battle it out for fame and glory at the Quick Trip 250 on Sunday, July 3rd. Uh, talking with John Ebert, uh, Communications Director over at Road America. So, John, the other question I had, and this just came across, you, are you guys doing the dirt track again on Thursday night prior to the races? Yeah, absolutely. We actually just heard that um, there may be a couple other NASCAR drivers that have signed on for that. Uh, the Road America Challenge at the Plymouth Dirt Track will be Thursday night, June 30th. And there will be a shuttle from Gate 4, so anybody camping at Road America can go out to that. That's a great event. Chase Briscoe is going to be running in that. Uh, we've heard that uh, possibly Alex Bowman might be on the ticket as well as a couple others. So we encourage everybody to, if you're going to be camping here, if you're going to be here for the weekend, or if you also want to check out some great dirt track racing at the Plymouth Dirt Track, uh, definitely look that up as well. Uh, tickets are still available, so that's something definitely cool to see. Uh, lots of racing packed into the weekend here at Road America. So, John, you and I talked, we did the Happy Hour live stream, maybe for those that might have not seen it, but you and I talked a little yeah. bit about NASCAR's impact uh, and, and NASCAR's impact, I should say, from last season to this season. How happy were they? Because, uh, you know, we can say a lot of things on mic, but off mic, I got a lot of positive feedback from the drivers, from some of the teams. How happy were they with that first time coming back to Road America for that experience? Yeah, you know what's really cool is that it, it showcased uh, arguably the most talented crop of drivers since NASCAR really kind of came about. And Road America being a storied circuit as it is, uh, seeing NASCAR return since 1956 was really cool. Drivers, series veterans, and even the media were commenting that the, the weekend was a recipe for success. It should be a tradition for the 4th of July weekend every year at Road America. So we're real pleased about that. We were also selected as the best NASCAR track in 2021 as part of a USA Today reader poll. So the fans have spoken, and we're really very, very appreciative to all of our fans for that. I think probably one of the best quotes for the weekend came from Dale Earnhardt Jr., where he said, I saw all the fans. I saw all of the patriotic wear, the red, white, and blue, people grilling Johnsonville brats, you know, eating hamburgers and spending time with their family and friends. He said, it felt like the 4th of July Road America. So that's pretty cool when somebody like Dale Earnhardt Jr. says that. We're excited mm -hmm. that NASCAR is coming back. We're excited about Quick Trip and Jockey being on the ticket, two great Wisconsin brands, celebrating the 4th of July weekend with us, with all of our fans. So you can't ask for anything better. We just encourage everybody to get your tickets early, get your camping early, get your parking early, and get ready for a wonderful weekend here at Road America. I'm just knocking on wood. The weather's good. John, I will see you up there next week. I can't wait. Love camping there. Love hanging out there. And uh, I'll say hi to you for sure when we get up there, okay? It's going to be a blast. Pick up some quick trip glazers and dunkers, and we'll see you at the Ooh. gate. <laughs> All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. There you go. That's our good buddy, John Ewert. Uh, he is with Road America, the communications director up there. And uh, he's kind of the go-to guy for just about everything. He's he's just uh, he's just awesome to have on, and just a wealth of information. And he can just go on and on. If you saw the happy hour live stream that we did, I can I asked like six questions, and John just could just talk all day about racing and stories and all the different things that he's seen and done, and uh, obviously attached to uh, many of the different circuits. But good stuff. But it's it's 
I've I've talked about Road America before. Uh, it is one of the more enjoyable stops that we get a chance to do each and every year. We are not, by the way, doing the broadcast up there on that Friday. The broadcast is going to be back here in studio. Um, but we are going to be there. So I'm going to be up there Thursday night, back in studio Friday morning, back to the uh, uh, to the road course on Friday night, and we're just going to hang out. Um, because NASCAR comes in and literally just takes over. Um, they just demand everything. They want every suite, every booth, every opportunity, uh, every bit of bandwidth. Uh, they just take over. So they want to monopolize the uh, the venue. Uh, so if we really don't have a spot to do it, and I, I – because we would be weather dependent if we just did it outside uh, of, say, the RV. We could do the show. Uh, it's not that we couldn't. It's just that we would need certain things. And I just, it, you can't depend on it. So I just said, you know what? We'll just do it from studio. Uh, we're about 45 minutes to an hour away from Road America. I'll go down and back, come home, do the show. And that way I don't have to take the equipment out of studio. We don't have to move things around. We'll, we'll get a good show and then get back up there. But uh, for those of you that are going, Look for us. And I will take pictures. I will post over on the uh, Facebook fan page and on Instagram for those of you that follow me on Instagram as well. And um, we'll kind of show you our, our campsite and our setup. So come on by. We're going to have a lot of fun. It's it's going to be a really, really, really good time, as it always is. So uh, the Quick Trip 250 coming, presented by Jockey Made in America. And as he said, some good brands right here uh, in the state of Wisconsin. Let's do this. We're going to step away. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. Josina Anderson. Josina Anderson being told some things um, about the NFL, the NFL PA, Deshaun Watson, all of that, all of that upcoming. And, and Roger Goodell going, uh, I, I, I don't got any power. Well, what are you talking about? It just sounded like a dumbass. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break, come back. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. If by chance you are coming to Milwaukee and you're heading down to Summerfest, this is what I tell you to do. You go in, stop by Stenny's. You go in and get the best wings you're ever going to stick in your grill. Go in and say hi to Ryan and the staff, Natalie during the day, LJ, Laura Jean, Brody, everybody. Go in and say hi. Eat some wings. Get the Bill Michaels garlic cheese bread. Wash it down with your favorite beverage. And then jump on the shuttle and head over to Summerfest. Summerfest opening up its gates today. Uh, marking the kind of musical start of summer, so to speak. Uh, but uh, Summerfest getting underway. And if you're going to go, Summerfest, they run shuttles every day to Summerfest from Stenny's. They run shuttles to the Brewers games. They run shuttles to Summerfest, uh, to all the events downtown. So if you're uh, looking for something to do and a place to just be one destination, go in, eat, enjoy yourself, kind of like the Cheers of Milwaukee. Stop in at Stenny's. And tell them we said hi. Stenny's fantastic. Second and National, Walker's Point, downtown Milwaukee. And you're not going to get any better service. You're not going to get any more fun. And you're going to get yourself a ride to and fro. It's just, that's the way to do it. Hands down, that's the way to do it. Uh, 877-867-1670. So, Josina Anderson, remember her? Formerly of ESPN. Uh, says, I'm told there have been recent attempts by the NFL, the NFLPA, and Deshaun Watson's advisors 
to negotiate a disciplined settlement. However, talks involving the potential number of games missed fell apart. Not being on the same page, as of now, the process moves forward per league sources. This is, if this is true, what's your first reaction to this, Ben, when I read that? Um, I mean, a last-ditch effort to not have him suspended for two more years, and then as soon as they bring up some other settlement and they say, yeah, give him three games, the NFL's like, get out of here. I think what this is is disgusting. That my first reaction, my gut, you want my gut reaction when you say, Bill, what do you think? I think this sucks. The NFL should, when it comes to this and the crap that he's done and the text messages and the accusations and all of, we know this guy's a scumbag. We know it. There is nobody out there that can sit there and defend it. Maybe one or two, you can say, you know what? Some things were taken out of context. Ah, come on, you know. Uh, maybe somebody oversensed. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe. But twenty six, bite me. This guy's a scumbag. He deserves to be suspended for a long ass time, just by precedent set by other suspensions. And the fact that they are negotiating this is disgusting. The NFL, Roger Goodell, who, by the way, I've now discovered, if you check Roger Goodell, like when Roger Goodell goes to the doctor. Okay, so the right, right, we've all been there. Okay, go back to any from high school PE all the way up to any sport you ever played beyond high school. Okay, you go to the doctor, you're like, Doc, what do you got? And they take blood pressure and they draw a little blood and they uh, look in your eyes and they test your hearing and they test your reflexes. Okay, you're pretty good. And then what do they check for? They check for the hernia. All right, lift your root. How are we looking? Cough. <laughs> okay, whatever. When they do that to Roger Goodell. Roger, oh, we're going to check you for it. Whoa, Roger, you got no gajones. Damn straight, he lost him. He's lost him. Roger Goodell is the most ballless guy on the face of the earth. Just suspend this guy, lay it down, and let the grievances be filed. In the court of public opinion, how in the world could the NFL be wrong? How in the world could he be wrong? Suspending for a year, suspending for two years, whatever. The Cleveland Browns are going to argue it. Who cares? You're Cleveland. If it's Brown, flush it down. Doesn't matter. And Jimmy Haslam was an idiot anyway. But just suspend this. It's disgusting that you're negotiating with this kind of a creep. And Demoris Smith, who's going to flex his I'm, I'm Demoris Smith. And I'm not going to allow this. Because why? Because I'll do anything for money. He's an idiot too. Just suspending, get it over with, put everybody out of their misery, and get this thing off of the uh, off of the front page. Just get it over with. Am I wrong? That was awesome. Uh, no, no, I think you're 100 percent right. I guess my first thought was, why in the world is this a negotiation? But that plays into everything right. you just said. Just, just do it. A year, two years, as long as necessary, and get this off the front page. Just, right? Why are you negotiating with this moron? You don't you don't negotiate this. This isn't like, hey, we'll give you this and no, we'll give you that. No for this and return. Shut up! This guy is the ultimate creeper, man. Creeper. Everybody apparently knew it in the Houston uh, Texans organization. They're supplying him with hotel rooms and affidavits to have these women sign. They knew he was a goof. Just get it over with. The guy is an absolute scum with a capital scum bag.
get rid of this guy for a while. Get it over with and move on. That's my two cents. Thought I'd throw it in there. I got to go take something. I do. (laughs) The difference between then and now, Ben, is now, you know what I have? Really good pain meds. (laughs) Really good pain meds. So if I take something now, the last two hours of the program are going to sound like we're in a beatnik bar in a beanbag chair, smoke a little hookah that's got some funky monkey in it. how he responds to the load. To the load. To the load. That's right. How are we looking? There you go. Two hours down, two hours yet to go. Stay tuned. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.